Tonight's message, we're going to be talking about following Christ. And uh, following Christ is all about steps. Okay, we're not, not big leaps, not big jumps, but steps. How many of you track your steps on some kind of device, or maybe you probably don't count them every day, that'd be weird. How many of you count, or uh, you know, you got a device or whatever, you count your steps, okay? Some of you, okay, some of you are like, I don't want to tell people, but yeah. You got your like daily goals, and if you don't have it, maybe you're walking around. I, I knew a lady at our church we were at, she had these goals and steps and all this, but she was sitting in church. And she would, like, move her foot like this. <laughs> One day, I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, i got to get my steps in. I'm like, okay, you know, do, do what you got to do. But the average American takes five to 7,000 steps per day. Now, some of you are like, oh, five to seven, yeah, right, I'm more like 15. Okay, depending on your job and what you do, all that. But the average American, five to 7,000 steps. Uh, I know some of you... Okay, small amount of you enjoy jogging or running. Uh, I also realize that most of you don't, but that's too bad for you. But I like to run. So far, 2019, I've ran at least one mile outside every day, okay? And so, pat on the back for myself. Thank you. Uh, and while I'm just talking about myself, yesterday was my 35th birthday, okay? Way to go. Thank you for being born, okay? I always think it's funny when you're younger, you like you tell everybody. Don't you like people that tell you, hey, my birthday is coming up in a couple days? Like, okay, what? Or they post on social media, can't wait for my birthday in five days. Like, hint, hint, guys, don't forget about me, right? Um, and then when you get older, it's like, you realize you didn't do anything. <laughs> like, I called my mom yesterday. I'm like, hey, thanks for birthing me, mom. Uh, thanks for raising me, you know. Um, but anyway, so yesterday was my 35th birthday, and I wanted to run 35 miles for my 35th birthday. And so, uh, and before you say, wow, that's dumb, I know it's dumb, okay, I realize that. <laughs> and I have people in my life that speak to that, and they speak into me and say, hey, you're an idiot, and I say, thank you. And so I'm very aware uh, of that. Um, but I decided I was going to run my age, and so my wife and kids drove and dropped me off 35 miles away. Um, that way, if like, you want to quit, it's like, well, i got to go home somehow, right? <laughs> and so we went uh, past Brian's Corner uh, a few miles, and uh, she dropped me off. And uh, so I'm running back, and not right away, but a few miles into it. Like, have you ever had that moment where you're like, wow, what am I doing? Or like, wow, I I'm an idiot. Like... <laughs> I mean, that, that's like daily, weekly for me, but this is like something, something different. And uh, so I'm beginning to have these thoughts, like I shouldn't even be doing this, you know, I'm not really prepared, but whatever. And so I'm going, and uh, in Beaver Creek, I don't know if it's, there's not much water in here, but Beaver River, I don't know if you're familiar with coming up 83 from the south. But uh, Thad ran with me one time, we ran 22 miles. You know that part we're going uphill for like two miles after that little river? Well, I got tired, so I'm walking up, you know, up, up the rest of the hill, and this truck just stops. And uh, so you're supposed to run against traffic, ride a bike with traffic. So I'm on the opposite side. This truck stops, and he's motioning me over. And uh, it was windy yesterday, and so I've got like earmuffs on too. It's hard to hear each other. 
And so he's waving me over, and I'm like, no, I'm good. And he rolls down his window, and I'm like, I'm just running. He's like, who are you running from? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no, no, no. I'm just running. I'm out for a run. He's, he's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. And so, and like, we're yelling across. It's only two-lane traffic, but still, with the wind, and there's a couple cars coming by. What's your name? I'm like, dude, I just want to run, okay? Um, but it was nice that he stopped and checked on me or whatever. But it's one of those moments <clears throat> I was thinking, like, I wish I had this magic button that I could just push and be done, right? Uh, like, I could just skip the, the rest of the 20 miles and just be home uh, and have pizza, I was eating my pizza all day long, and I thought I was going to eat this whole large pizza by myself. I didn't quite eat the whole thing, but I was thinking about it all day. But I just wanted to be done. <clears throat> you know, it was tiring. I was worn out. But step by step, like, I got to where I wanted to be eventually. Like, crawling, walking, jogging, running. I eventually finished home 35 miles. Uh, <clears throat> seven hours, so don't uh, do the math on that. It's very slow, but I finished. But the only way to accomplish it was step by step. And so running, like per mile, I think the average was like 1,700 steps that someone would take in a mile or so. And so this is like 60,000 steps <laughs> in, in the seven hours yesterday. Uh, step by step, I got it done. And the only reason I tell you that story is because it was my birthday, I want to brag on myself. So, <laughs> but also leading into the message in our spiritual life. As much as I'd like to talk about me tonight, our spiritual life, we got to understand we need to go step by step. I don't know if you've ever been frustrated in your spiritual walk, like you, because you know you. You can fool a lot of people. You can fool a pastor. You can even fool your spouse sometimes, but you know you. And you've probably had moments where you've looked at yourself or thought to yourself and be like, man, I'm not where I need to be. I wish I was over there. I want to be over there, and I'm here. And sometimes that can be deflating. That can be defeating. Maybe you're just frustrated at the, at, at the growth progress, uh, how slow you are going. Again, this has nothing to do with salvation tonight. Let me make that clear. Like, <clears throat> once you place your faith and trust in Christ, salvation, uh, that's instantaneous. Like, you are a new creature. All things are passed away. All things have become new. But then there's that sanctification where God calls you to grow. So this has nothing to do with, like, step by step. Here's how you get saved, okay? Like, once you place your faith and trust in Him, you are saved. But we're talking about following Christ tonight. It is about the steps, not the leaps. Again, many times we want to skip steps. Just like when I was running yesterday, I just wanted to be done. I would have liked to skip. We want the end goal now. So tonight we're just going to focus on kind of our, our theme for the year, forward. We're going to focus on that. Let's not get frustrated about way down there. Let's just focus on moving forward. Where we're at today, you know you. Don't get distracted by everybody else or like your life and your spiritual life. 
keep moving forward. <clears throat> if you want to turn, uh, it's not going to be on the screen, so turn to Hebrews chapter 12. I want to read two verses tonight. And uh, chapter 1, or chapter 12, verse 1 and verse 2. I was going to make a joke about how great I am at uh, going through a passage and dissecting it for Mike, but he knows better, so I'm just going to skip that. I'm going to execute the pa passage tonight, Mike. It's probably what, <laughs> what I'll be doing. But the Bible has many references to sports. Uh, the Apostle Paul talked about running a race, the victor's crown, even about boxing. And we see here in Hebrews, we're, we're going to read in just a second, uh, a sports analogy for the Christian life. And Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, I'm going to read out loud, you can follow along. Verse 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. The end of verse 1 says, Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Verse 2 says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 12, this passage here, is stating what life is like, okay? It's giving an example. Like, life is like, no, not a box of chocolates. Life is like a race, okay? Life is like a long marathon race. In this marathon, everybody who finishes is a winner, okay? So I know not everybody likes the uh, participation trophies, but really the analogy here is... You run, when you finish your race, okay, you do get the prize. Verse 2, uh, or, uh, you know, everyone who finishes, you know, is kind of the winner here, but the secret of finishing a marathon is endurance, okay? Uh, that's what the KJV uh, uses the word patience. Uh, NIV calls it perseverance. The ESV calls it endurance. It's all the same thing, okay? Grit, determination, endurance, and so the writer of Hebrews is writing this for a reason. Obviously, either people are um, growing weary of the race, or they're about to grow weary of the race. And so he's encouraging them to keep going, to not give up. And so uh, Tyler preached about this the idea of striving. He talked about the marathon runner and running. Uh, and so... His words here are to encourage us to keep running the race. Like, keep striving, keep running, keep going. And it's not so much about your speed. It's not so much about uh, get in front of the other person in this race. It's all about your forward motion. It's all about moving forward in your spiritual life. Life is all about steps. I've got a poster in my office. <clears throat> it says, there's no one giant step that does it. It's a lot of little steps. I've done six weddings. Um, haven't gotten married six times. But I have performed as a minister six weddings. And in each, we each wedding that I've done, 
I, I like to throw in this cheesy quote, because weddings are cheesy anyway. So I, I always say this quote, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And today, so and so and so and so, today is a beautiful first step, okay? But it's this idea of like, your journey has to start somewhere. My grandparents in the fall, they just celebrated 70, their 70th year anniversary of being married. 70 years. Like, that doesn't happen by accident. You can't jump to that. That's a step-by-step thing that happens intentionally in their life. And it's the same thing in our spiritual life. Like, all of us, we could look at pastor, we look at these people and be like, man, I just want to be like them. Oh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to take time. Um, you can't by- bypass the process. Like, you can't skip the steps. I know I'm kind of being redundant tonight, but I, I do think it's important we talk about that. Because, you know, if you heard the quote, every product has a process. Every uh, end product, every finished product has some type uh, of small steps, this process it goes through to get the finished product. Whether, whether that's technology, your goals, uh, my kids, uh, I have four kids, and not one came out of the womb saying, hey, Doc, how's it going? High five. Hey, Dad, can I borrow the keys? And they run around. They're definitely not, like, wiping their own rear ends, okay? They're, uh, they had some growing to do. It, 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 things just don't happen. Um, and so everything, everything has a process, little by little, step by step, moving forward. So why would it be different in our Christian life? And in, in our journey of faith, again, not, not salvation, but our sanctification and growing uh, to be more like Christ. We want to be the spiritual giant today. And we want to, listen, we want to drop our bad habits today, okay? Not too many people are like, yeah, I like being addicted to this, or I like yelling at my kids, or I like this and that. Like, most of us are trying, okay? And again, the, it's obviously not just our trying and all about us. It's about the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us and God giving us strength, but also about us understanding there's a process. Not to get frustrated, not to give up. When I was in probably eighth or ninth grade, I was thinking to myself, one of those deep conversations, I was thinking, what is a better way for me to get the ladies. And so, <laughs> thanks for laughing, some of you. My dad played the guitar a little bit, and he had a guitar, and so I'm thinking, I got it. I'm going to play the guitar. I see Caden up here playing, some of you guys playing up here, it's like, wow, that's impressive. And so I was like, guitar, that's, that's got to be a good way. And so, I want to say three weeks, but probably two weeks, you know, I'm practicing, and um, but I got to the point where it sounded like trash, right? I'm not, I'm not getting good. And so I was only a couple weeks. But still, it's like, mm, I'm not where I want to be, so I'm done, right? I was frustrated. I wasn't that committed to it. Um, and I tried to find other ways. Um, luckily, I tricked one young lady into marrying me. Thank you, Crystal. No, but it's easy to give up when we either can't see results right away or we see someone else, like, 
man, going past us at, at, at a different speed and different growth process. And a lot of things can be frustrating in this Christian life when God's trying to say, especially in this passage, like, get your eyes off of everybody else. Get your eyes on Christ. Verse 2, the author and finisher of our faith. Don't worry about if someone else is running faster than you or not. This isn't a, the 100 race on the track and you're trying to beat so-and-so. Like, God's saying, you, you need to persevere. You need to endure. In Mark 8, we read that, that Jesus says, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Again, denying yourself isn't this one-time decision where you say, okay, let's grow. Like Paul said, I die daily. Like he, had, he realized it was a battle every single day. There's days when it's not going to be easy. There's days when you probably want to quit. And maybe you've tried to lay off on some language and some specific words that you're trying to say, and, and, and then someone cuts you off on the road. <laughs> or someone does something, and, and it happens. You say something out loud or under your breath, or you think, and you're like, man... I, gotta be, I, I should be past this. Or maybe one night you're like, man, I'm going to start reading my Bible. I even, buy, I even paid money for these devotion books. I'm going to do it. And then that dreaded snooze button, right? <laughs> it comes in the morning, and you're like, I really would like to read my Bible, but I would really like these extra nine minutes of sleep, you know? <laughs> and, uh, or whatever it is. But then when you finally get up or you're going to work, you realize like, man, I wish I would have done it. Like, I, I should be able to, to do this. I feel like I'm strong enough to do it. Uh, you know, you, you want to work on your anger issues and, and all these things, and then you finally feel like you're in a good place, and then people happen, right? <laughs> it happens every day. There's people. And uh, if it weren't for people, we could just be happy, right? But there's those sandpaper people. Like, you don't even know them. They don't even know you, but it's like, why are they making me? You turn into the Hulk or something, right? Uh, and you start busting out. Uh, and you wish things could change overnight. But, yeah, the Bible says we're a new creature. All things are passed away. All things have become new for your soul, for salvation. But that's not sanctification. That's not growth. And so moving forward, like, focus on today. Focus on you. Focus on today. Focus on on moving forward, taking one step. You know, every big thing that God asks us to do, every, every big thing that Jesus asks us to do just starts with, with a single step of surrender, of willingness. Again, maybe it's a challenge to love your enemies. There's going to be a small step a challenge to forgive. Again, we think about this end product, these end goals, like love your enemies, sounds great. Guess what? You're going to be taking some steps to get to that point. Some of you are in a place right now where you're holding on to some bitterness. <clears throat> where you know that end goal, God's saying forgive. Well, guess what? It's not going to happen overnight. You, you might have to take some steps. Don't be frustrated because today you can't forgive. Understand what God's calling you to do and grow, and get there. Being thankful, being patient, reading your Bible, like being at church. I'm thankful that my parents were also, Brother Michael was talking about this morning, like they kind of ingrained in me, hey, we're going to be in church when the doors are open. 
But I realize there's a struggle for some people, like, if the weather's nice, I'm not coming to church. Uh, if I got something going on, I'm not coming to church. If, if Paul's preaching, I'm definitely not coming to church. Uh, you know, sometimes there's obstacles. I, I get that. But God's calling you to grow. Don't be worried about the, the, the big product at the end or the big leap. God is only asking you to take simple steps. And we're going to close uh, in just a minute. I'm going to ask Bryce to play a video. It's only 60 seconds long, um, and it's real quick, but I'm going to come up and close right after that. So, Bryce, if you could play that video for us. So, maybe you're thinking about making some big changes or setting some ambitious goals for yourself. Maybe you want to lose 20 pounds or read through the Bible. Maybe you want to run a marathon or repair a broken relationship. Whatever your big goal is, the temptation is to expect to go straight from here to here, or from here to here. The reality is, there are a lot of small steps between big decisions and big results. Challenges and obstacles await. At some point, you might even want to quit. But stand firm. Don't be disappointed with slow progress. Don't be overwhelmed by the destination. Rather, focus on what you can do today. Skip dessert. Read a chapter. Go for a run. Make a phone call. The more difficult the journey, the more rewarding the destination. And it can all start today with just one small step. Now tonight we're not talking about exercise and losing weight and all that stuff. Some of the principles are the same, but in your spiritual life, step by step, realize what God's calling you to is not for you to be perfect. We're not going to be, but he is calling you to make some changes in your life. He is calling you forward. He's calling, as a church, he's calling us to move forward by faith. And so in your life, just keep, like, just remember, step by step, Move forward, moment by moment, decision by decision. If you want to be what God wants you to be, don't just look for those, those big things. If, and when God speaks to you, maybe even about one small thing, follow him. Even if you don't see the big picture, take one small step. Every head bowed and every eye closed.